I'm back, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to start it. I was waiting for How much did you guys to... miss me, Trevor? I was my chair. Pretty good. So you kept it warm. Did you listen yep. to last week's? Uh, no. I no. I watched the clip. Oh. It's a fucking insane move to go to Applebee's. What do you mean? Yeah, no, absolutely you can't, insane move. Trevor, you can't sit there and ask what we mean because you know what we mean. You Just like everybody else. ripped apart on the internet, too. Yeah. Some people you, respect you. Yeah, it. those were your Some friends. Were. Those were your those friends. Those were probably your no, I didn't yeah. know a single one. Yeah. I also saw a couple people say that you just go to Broke Boy Chili's. Which is Applebee's? <laughs> is they're not. trying to say it's Chili's. Chili's. No, yeah, that kind of fits. I mean, they're kind of the same thing. I'm be honest. I'm not going to either of those places because you know what's at every single golf course for the most part? Food, a yeah. bar and restaurant. Yes, I'm probably not like nowadays. I'm going less and less to the clubhouse bar and restaurant because after four hours, I Where, gotta, you gotta leave going that place. Home. I yeah. gotta get home. Yeah, but yeah. if you have to go and eat and drink somewhere, correct? Yeah, you're not going to fucking Applebee's. No. No, I, and, and I need reason, to leave the course. Like, I just don't want to be there more than like four and a half hours. Trevor's suffering from he doesn't have to go home, but he doesn't want to stay there. <laughs> correct. I think I want to go somewhere yeah. else to spend my time. Yeah, I get it. It's like, that, like I was at a golf course for six hours. Where I was like, OK, I was at golf course for what, four hours so and Applebee's for an hour. Your need to leave the course, does it stem from playing bad? Like you just want to leave? No, I think I just need a different environment. And it's what? not even it doesn't even come from like Leaving the course or staying at the course is not even the topic of discussion. It's going to the Applebee's. fact that you choose Applebee's of all places. I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and put Clubhouse beers as a top five beer of all time. Yeah, actually, that's a. It's yeah, I'd say it's probably top nestled five? somewhere in between lake beers and free beers somewhere in there. Okay, so I would yeah I would I, put it like yeah. right at my five number five my number five beer of all time is a Clubhouse beer. Specifically, post round. What's the yeah. uh, What's the other four? Okay, so we'll go clubhouse <laughs> beer number five, number four bonfire beer, mm-hmm. number three airport beer. Ooh, good one. Number going two, to or coming back? Going to got to be going to. Yeah, going coming back. <laughs> those like beers don't hit the same because it's a lot of depression that you're leaving yeah. wherever you just yeah, came usually from, not, and usually not drinking on the way back. Yeah, you're hungover. Uh, number two beer is a sporting event beer. And number one for me, specifically on a frozen lake, a fish house beer. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Huh. Uh, yeah. Okay. So recap just real quick. Five, four, three, two, one. Five, clubhouse beer. Four, I don't remember what I said. Three. Air, airport beer. Three was airport beer. Two was sporting event beer. Number one was fish house beer four was bonfire, bonfire beer, beer. Bonfire beer. Yeah. thank you um brian what are you going yeah, that was, yeah i'm trying to I'm that trying was to directly off the top of the dome zero prep huh. time yeah I, and and can i, I go stand by that solid list, list actually. I'll, I'll go yeah. number one yeah. through five it's hard to think five to one yeah that's i'll fair. go okay number one i would say airport beer going to yep number two i would say Oh, uh, number two, probably a lake beer, uh, not a bonfire mm-hmm. beer, but a lake beer mm-hmm. like uh, on the yeah. boat, like midday. And it may just be in the yard or on the dock or wherever. Number three. I mean, for number three for me, has got to be a Friday night beer wow, and it that's... doesn't matter where it's at. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little cheating. Any, yeah. I'll let it slide. Other, <laughs> Why is, is that any weekend beer? Because any one of your other four could be a Friday night beer. 
It could have been Friday at the lake. It could have yeah, been Friday yeah. at the airport. You guys know what I'm talking about. Well, though. yes, Ryan, but a Friday, Friday night at home. Okay, that's fair. That that, see, that, that counts. Makes it little, that counts. That's good. Actually, we'll put that one down at number four. Number three, I think, will be the clubhouse beer. Okay. Um, number four being the Friday night at home beer, mm-hmm. and number five has got to be a Bevcart beer. And I yeah. think Bevcart and mm-hmm. Clubhouse, they're two completely different picks. Absolutely, in my are. mind. I mean, and, yeah, the reason uh, Bevcart's completely off the list for me is because there's no good way to get a beer from the Bevcart. It's either in a shitty cup or in a can that's warm by the next hole. Yep. Unless you drink it immediately. That's why we've talked about this. I think that's kind times. of the fun part. I, I don't like it. I, I would you don't like slam. No, I'm a mix slamming uh, barley pops. No, not on the course. We've talked. I'm a hard alcohol guy on the course. That's true. Every I, time I'm getting to be more and more, but or seltzer, which is very rare. Ninety nine percent of the time, it depends if it's the morning, and I'm drinking. It's a it's a screwdriver, or middle of the day a vodka lemonade or a whiskey seven. If they don't have either of those two fruit juices, yeah. Yeah, I mean, beer is the topic at mm-hmm. hand right now. Correct, yep. correct. That's why yeah, I'm, I'm just you, telling I'm you why you. I left Bevcart off my top five. Yeah. It maybe cracks the top 10, but I doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, go, you, go. also if they're handing out pounders at the Bevcart, that's just a even more of a recipe for That's a recipe for, for a warm soup. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. For a bottle of Warmpus, Warmpus beer. Yikes. No shower beers for either of you? No, we're not 12, Trevor. <laughs> Yeah, we're not yeah. I've had maybe two shower beers in my whole life. It's a terrible experience. I don't care what anyone says. Really? I used to drink them in college, but w- when the water hits your body and it mists, it like mists off of you. Yep. Yeah, it, it gets into the uh-huh. beer. Yeah, that it gets in the beer and then it gets on the rim too. So when you go and take a drink, you're 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 getting a little like uh, a little Bath vial water. of yeah. well, shower water. And yeah. not to mention, if if any water has touched your hair or your face at that point, you take a drink of the beer, you're gonna get. Your dirty face water. Yeah. It's a very difficult mouth. thing to drink. Yeah. 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 Gotta have like a shelf and up there to like put your soap, but only put the beer can up there. Yeah. Or they, we talked about this on YBR. They make like shower koozies so mm-hmm. you can like set your beer in it in the shower, but still. And you want, I just complained about beers getting warm on a golf cart. You put them in a piping hot shower, you better slam the fucking thing. Oh, you have to. Yeah. You have to. Um, I will replace my Friday night at home beer with. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Ah, oh, fuck. I already made I, that was already my so airport beers going on to a golf trip and then Airbnb beers on a golf trip are elite. Airbnb yeah. beers in general are pretty. Just they're great. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're great. I mean, even like even a hotel beer is awesome, dude. The mm-hmm. hotel beer is kind of. Yep. It's because like, okay, on. so I think there's a huge difference between a hotel beer in your room and a hotel beer at the hotel bar. Oh, for sure. I yeah. think. This might be a hot take. The hotel beers in your room are way better than the hotel bar. No, that's a hey, that's that's not that's not, <laughs> that's a, hot not a hot take. That's not a hot take. Okay. No, it's not a hot take because number no. one, they're I mean way cheaper. The hotel yeah. bars yeah. got price gouging. I think day. the hotel bar is kind of sad yeah. to be honest. Mm-hmm. It can be at time. Yeah, it like if you're on business by yourself. So I, I've like I've had to travel by myself and stay in a hotel room by myself before. It's going to the hotel bar as a loner is a little bit sad. People are like, oh, like, is this guy recently divorced or <laughs> is he just on business by himself? The question always stands. But the wait, saddest option is drinking at a hotel bar where you're not staying at the hotel. <laughs> like you just I mean, yeah, your, yeah, lo- your local hangout in town is the, the hotel down the road. I got to swing by the Holiday Inn for, for happy hour. OK, OK, OK. So uh, <sighs> I mean, 
you can interpret that different ways because like uh Rosewild downtown is actually the hotel bar for the Jasper. Right. Mm-hmm. So or like Blarney is the hotel bar for Hotel Donaldson. Mm-hmm. And I would go to both of those without ever staying there. Yeah, or Trevor's Applebee's is actually the hotel parking lot bar for the comfort suites that's right next <laughs> yeah. to it. Yes. Yeah. So okay, yeah, I'm so- a I'm a hotel room beer type of guy because when you can double stack the pillows and throw on whatever you want on TV mm-hmm. and just sit there with your feet kicked up after a long day of travel, it nothing hits better. The best is when you got like a group of six people or so and everybody squads up in one hotel room you got a guy laying crossways on the bed one dude <laughs> yeah. sitting on this shitty office chair mm-hmm. one dude on the floor leaned up against the wall and everyone's just getting shit canned everyone's naked everyone <laughs> <laughs> naked and we all just we all just drink a shower beer after our trip to applebee's yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. yeah um yikes speaking of applebee's they have this deal going on. It's actually the deals today. And I was telling Trevor, Trevor mm-hmm. already knew about it, but I was yeah, telling Trevor. Of course, of course <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah. I, I, my roommate told me about this deal. So it's okay. it's called a date night deal. Mm-hmm. And oh, I don't have any dates. You buy it. if you, you. I think today is the only, there's limited supplies. You can only buy like it's a gift card, whatever. So for 200 bucks, you get this year, this 52 week gift card. Mm-hmm. And once a week, you can go to Applebee's, you can place an order and get 30 bucks off of that order once a week. So if you go twice, uh, well, your order is just going to cost the same because you already took advantage of it. Um, So once a week, you can get 30 bucks off an Applebee's order for 52 weeks and it's only $200. So it's like a $1,500 value for 200 bucks. It's pretty, it's kind of crazy. It's like almost, it's a wild deal. If you think about it, it is, it's like a subscription service for food. I'm putting air quotes above that, but yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, $200 yearly subscription. Once a week, you can go and get $30 worth of food for, you can say for, it'll be for free after like your seventh time going. I'm actually kind of in on this if it would apply to like DoorDash. I believe it applies to mobile orders. So you could mobile order. Not DoorDash, but like off the app you can. Correct, yes. Is there a minimum purchase amount? Like do I have to order at least $60 worth of food? (laughs) Nope. Or can I go in and order order $30 worth of food and just get it for free? And if you order $45 worth of food and you have the date night pass, you just use your credit card or whatever for the other 15 bucks and then you're good. It's actually a sick deal because- insane. Because I mean, you could could just place, I mean, you can get- you could get a $30 or what's the uh, two, two for, for 22, two 26, for 22. 28. There's two meals right there yeah. a week that you're getting for free, essentially. Well, we'll call it free. Their food is just microwave food anyway. And my kids fucking devour chicken nuggets. Yeah. yeah. So I could just be getting popcorn chicken from Applebee's for free every mm-hmm. week. They may have ran this deal like. 20 years ago trevor's parents took advantage of it and that's where he got like his little <laughs> applebee's ah, maybe yeah. i don't know so, so how old are you trevor 23 23 years and nine months ago <laughs> trevor's parents used the date yeah. night pass this is the last time yeah. they the applebee's yeah. came with the date date night deal yeah, yeah. i got the website right here it says exactly that yeah. that's crazy. but it, it's a great it is a great deal yeah it's good i mean okay even so, if you go 10 times three of those times are completely free because the 200 bucks is that's all now paid off. Yep. It's house money. You're good. Damn. They uh they sold out already. Fuck. So, <laughs> what time Sorry, is Ryan. it? It's 3 p.m. 3 p.m. The God. site opened. Trevor, did you do it? No. 
You should have set up one of those internet bots that buys something the second it's available. I like, need to get one of those because I tried buying shoes online and Ryan saw us. I was in there within one minute and I couldn't even get the shoes that I wanted. Yeah, you got to do a bot for that it, type of shit. Yeah. Well, I'll also, also tell you this, Trevor. Someone's probably eBaying the date yeah. night pass right now. For 500 so, or something. Yeah, yeah, I'll go buy it. Um, still maybe get it's on It's a great eBay. deal. It's a great deal. Save $1,000. Um, so Tyler, how was the trip? They pipe that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fucked their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs> trip was fantastic. Also, welcome back to episode 195. I have no idea. Nice. Um, trip was awesome. First trip I've ever been on in my whole life where I wasn't ready to come home at the end. Um, had a sick kid. Why is that? I just loved it. It was, I, there was no... Slow pace? It was very slow paced. Nice. There was an itinerary set up, but the itinerary was all volunteer. Mm. Um, and then it was, so then some of the stuff got canceled after the first like scheduled day. So the day we were going to go on the pod, right? They had a trip to Sedona and the Grand Canyon planned, right? Sedona and California? No. Northern Arizona. Okay. Um, I, I, it sounds like it could be Sonoma in is in California. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got it. You got mm-hmm. it. Uh, which was just way too far. My kid was sick. And so we didn't go on that. And we just chilled at home. And we went to an aquarium that day. Like all those things, like all the stuff that was on the schedule, you didn't have to do it if you didn't want to. You could build it yourself. And I had so many people there that would watch my kids and wanted to. And like Becca could do her own thing. I could go do my own thing. It was just, it felt like we just lived in Arizona for a week and didn't have jobs. Fuck yeah. And it it was, it was really tight. Um, I would 10 out of 10 recommend it. Went on a shitload of hikes that I'm sure Miles would love. I climbed, don't use this term loosely. I fucking mean this. I climbed a mountain. I was hands and feet on a fucking cliff wall for Jesus for like a half a mile. It was terrifying. What's the elevation on it? Um, oh, that's my dad to send me the stats. 90 degree elevation. Um, because that elevation matters. Do you see Alex? So the grade, you're talking the grade, grade, it would have been at least 70. Wow. Did you think you're gonna fall? Did I fall? Did you think you were going to? Uh, A couple times, yeah. Coming down was so sketchy and we get to the top right it was called siphon draw was the name of the hike looking it up right now um it's two and a half miles up from the correct parking lot we went to the wrong fucking parking lot so (laughs) it was Mm -hmm. four and a half miles up um but the first the first two miles were completely flat Mm -hmm. then you get to the base of the mountain you got a mile of low low grade up and then the trail ends and then it's a choose your own adventure straight up fucking rock face and you get to the top and i was sitting out at the edge dog tired my dad's like get away from the edge the kid died right there and i was like what you're joking like a haha funny dad i'm not he's scared of heights Mm -hmm. so and then i turn around and i like walk around a boulder and there's the memorial what (laughs) a guy actually died last year exactly where i was sitting on the edge so uh, that the? was scary. And a plane crashed up there a couple years before that. So not only did I hike up a mountain, I uh, was encountered ghosts. A plane hit the mountain? Mm-hmm. It crashed up in the top of the mountain. And there's a memorial up there, too. It was it was something else. That was the coolest part of my trip. That siphon, 
Safe and draw a trail. I, yeah. I, I'll get some stats for you. I'm looking at photos of it right now, Tyler. And uh, you know that big thing in Wyoming? What do they call it? Like devils, whatever. It's just like out of nowhere, there's a big straight up cliff mm-hmm. face and then yep. a flat plateau on the top. That's kind of what this looks like a yeah. little bit. Yep. Yeah. So. Oh, how do you find the fucking stats for hikes? I know these hikers all have stats and shit on them. Yeah. So the elevation gain. So yep. the total the total length in the correct parking lot is five and a half miles. So we ended up probably doing like nine and a half. Jesus. With the extra, but that was all flat though. Like the extra was all flat from the wrong parking lot. The elevation gain from ground to the peak was 2,627 feet. Were you sucking hind tail at the top? No. Lack of oxygen? Uh, A little, but like it was... The hardest part was going down. Like, there it's, was, a, it's a dry heat too. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't hot though. It was like sixty-five and seventy the whole week. It was well, it's more so a dry awesome. temp. Every temp is dry, so it's like, <laughs> yes. it's like you gotta have some sort of water with you at that point. Tyler, I've got some. I've got some more stats over here. Apparently, this is, this is from a hiking website. It says hiking level difficulty severe, five Jeez. out of five stars. Um, you said the first two miles of this trail were pretty much flat, mm-hmm. while the average gradient is still 27 degrees on mm-hmm. the entire hike. I'm not telling. I'm not kidding no. you guys when I say I climbed a goddamn. Yeah, mountain. you did. And then when the path disappeared, like there's still worn down paths that you can follow that other people have taken. And my sister and I kind of fell behind my dad and his girlfriend, and I was so focused on not falling off the mountain, I was just climbing and looking where my hands were going to go next. I looked up; they were nowhere to be found. And me and my sister climbed up the wrong part of the mountain. Oh. And then we had to like shimmy our way sideways, like leaning with our arm up on the cliff, walking sideways to get back oh. to where we were supposed to be. Yeah. It was it was the closest I've been to death, I think, in a really long time. Do you have a bag of chalk with you? No. I didn't have shit. Well, that's where you screwed didn't up. Didn't have the harness my or whatever? Sister, no, no. There was people clipping in. And here my I'm a, in, don't have hiking shoes. I'm in my a fucking Detroit Lakes baseball t-shirt just trying not to die on this mountain we just, get, to the, get to the top it was fantastic it was they call the top flat iron because it's just a long flat like almost like pride rock and Lion King and then there's some of these spires they have I'm sure they have a real name but these tall skinny columns yep. of rock mm-hmm. that were higher up than flat iron I'm like I'm not gonna risk my fucking life and climb this high to not get to the highest yeah. point yeah mm-hmm. So I free solo climbed those spires and I get to the top of one and there's one four feet away that has, you can't climb it cause it's a perfect cylinder. And you jump. Yeah, I jumped. Oh, yeah. I, there's, oh, yeah. It was two feet higher than the one I was on. I'm like, fuck, I'm so close. Yeah. There's False no summit is what they call it. that. Yeah. So close to it. So I just leapt from one spire to the other and then sat there for like four minutes, hop back to the other one. Promised I wasn't going to tell Becca about any of that. She doesn't listen to the podcast, so we're good. And uh, then proceeded to climb down and almost died like six times. There was one part where I was going down the mountain. I lost my footing. And you know, like when you're on a hill and you start to slip and you just start running down the hill. Mm-hmm. I just started running down the mountain and prayed that my foot wouldn't catch. Because my momentum God. was going forward. And this part wasn't as like steep, but it was still pretty fucking steep. I just started running and finally I got to a spot where I could jump and land. I landed both my knees crack and I'm like, I'm going to fucking die. Luckily they just cracked. There wasn't like an injury, but man to the bottom. I was good to go. You've seen lone survivor, Tyler. Yep. Falling down the hill scene in lone survivor. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm picturing. I think that was in Sedona. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I wouldn't say I'm afraid of heights. And, and when you're climbing something like that, you have the adrenaline running through you to where mm-hmm. like you're ultra focused. Uh, you're not thinking about anything else besides where your next step or where, mm-hmm. you know, the next crack that your hand is going to grab. So I understand. I, I would like to tell myself I would I'd probably just I'd probably just back out of doing that. But in the moment, it's like, well, shit. I mean, I can't let these other people do it and not do it myself, you know? Yeah. So here's the issue with the Ziegler family. We see, we drove by this mountain like four times doing other activities and shit. And dad realized like this is a hike that had been recommended to him by a buddy. We did zero research except for Actually, yeah. Googling where to go. Mm-hmm. We Googled it. We knew the distance. We knew the elevation change. We thought it'd be gradual. It wasn't. It was flat until it was straight up. And we get to the top and it was it was still worth it. But we just didn't plan at all. Like we showed up. It's the, I read the trailhead sign and it recommended to have six to eight hours. We were planning like a two-hour hike. It said to bring a gallon of water each. We brought two 12-ounce bottles of water. <laughs> I mean that that's that's you know, a classic tourist move. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not doing research on a on a trail or a, a certain hike unless you're not a tourist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're a local, like, oh god, I really want to do a fucking Devil's Ridge or whatever it's called. Like, you're gonna do research. You're gonna get all your gear bag going, whatever. As a tourist, you're just walking up, being like, okay, well, this one looks good. Start yep. walking. Mm-hmm. Yep. We did that, and but it made me feel good though. We got to the top. And we went pretty early in the morning. So on the way down, there was lots of people finally waking up and coming up the mountain. Yeah. Did you do the classic? Oh, it's worth it. On uh, the way back down. I'm like, God, God you're almost there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never, there was one. So there was like this really cool flat washout part of the mountain where it was just all pure one piece of stone. So like most of the mountain is like cracks and shit where it looks like separate stone. This was a flat part where it was all smooth and super slippery where you see the water coming through. And that's kind of like the halfway mark to where it goes from hard to really hard Mm -hmm. and there was this dad and his daughter sitting there and the daughter looks at her dad she's like dad is that the top right there and he goes yeah honey it is and i made eye contact with her i was like no it's not maybe he wanted they had at least two hours of up before they were closed he's like yep that's the top <laughs> he's fucking not he don't want to go up maybe anymore he just wanted to believe it was the top yeah. so they could be done yeah. yeah but the thing that made me good feel good was on the way down and there was lots of people that asked if we made it to the top and when we told them yes they were very surprised so i don't know if that was they were surprised because lots of people don't make it to the top or we looked like fucking asshats and they didn't <laughs> believe that people like us could make it to the top Either way, I took it as a compliment, so I felt good about that. Um, but yeah, that was the most dangerous part of my trip, and honestly, the coolest. Yeah, fuck yeah! How exhilarating! <laughs> it was. Hindsight, get are a you like bag next time? Yeah. Yep. Hindsight, are you like um, that was dumb? I probably shouldn't have done that, or are you still like great idea? I'd do it again in a heartbeat. I, I would do it again. I wouldn't do the jump from spire to spire. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Let's get that shot. That was a dumb. I mean, that one, though, like the spires are only like 12 feet tall Yeah, you just before flat down. ground. So I would have just fallen down 12 feet instead of falling yeah. off the mountain. Probably just on your spine, straight rock. Not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fine. Just walk yep. it off. Yeah, But it's not like I was break. jumping from spire to spire where it was 3,000 feet drop Death below me. Yeah. It that was a, potentially a sprained ankle if I fall off, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, so what, what about, uh, let's get to the best part. I mean, that, that's great. <laughs> but let's get to the best part. The best part, 
Wednesday. Nine some. Wednesday, nine some. Continental back home. You get a hat? No, I already got one. This is Conti on it? It says Conti. It's we we have the same hat. Okay. Yours is gray, mine's blue. Gotcha. Yeah, we bought it at the exact same time. Fuck. Forgot. Look, look at us. Fucking goals. Um. So we get to Conti, right? Um. First off, I counted wrong. So I created this giant debacle all on my own. Um, the whole nine people wanting to golf, there was only eight. I could have just done two tee times of Jesus. four people. Damn. Well, it's like simulator league, though. And you so I have huh? issues with the simulator. One issue. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> um, so the morning of the tee time, I call Continental and be like, hey, is there any chance that we could switch this to two tee times of four? And they're like, no, random's already filled your spots. And so Becca came with. So we. She wasn't planning on? No. Going? Okay. I think that's where I counted wrong. I just assumed she would. Okay. Um, so Becca came with. So we had our three groups of three. We did three man scrambles, all versus each other. Uh, winners got a drink bot form, but losers had to jump in the pool at the Airbnb, which was ice fucking cold. Clothes on. No, no clothes oh, on. Okay. But it would get down to like 20 at night. So the pool was very cold. <laughs> Um, just an ice bath yeah no, that's genuinely yeah. my dad ran a half marathon on Monday when we got there and they went ice bath kind of why you went down there because of the half no it just happened to be there and he's training for a full mm. so he, he did the half it's a whole thing he asked me if I wanted to do it I said absolutely not no but I'll fucking <laughs> I'll climb a mountain uh, to my death but I yeah. ain't running for fucking yeah I'm not running on flat ground 13 miles screw that um so the groups were me both my sisters my dad, my wife, and essentially my youngest stepbrother. And then the final group were stepbrother and in-law and fuck, I don't remember who was the third person in that group. Sorry to whoever it was. Um, very evenly matched. Oh, Andy. Gabe. Yeah, my brother-in-law. Anyway, uh, very evenly matched. We get to Continental and we get I get paired with what looks to be the stiffest, grumpiest, calculated old man I've ever met. And then, oh. but looks can be deceiving, guys, because Jim was an angel. Really? I loved Jim. Jim was on a solo vacation. He what? lives north of Seattle. He wanted to get away from the cold, and he just said, fuck it. I'm going to go to Arizona for a week and just do whatever I want in the warm. He's got a wife and kids. He's, he's retired and old, but he's got a wife and kids and grandkids, and he's just like, screw it. I'm going to go on a solo vacation and I'm going to get some <laughs> random solo tea times and I'm going to play golf with people I've never met. And he was fantastic. He was, he was, uh, the, just the picture of country club snob, like popped collar, like popped collar. Yep. What? Well, like, like, uh, regular golf shirt on popped quarter zip. Like, okay. 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 Yeah, my, yeah. I think my Q zips are usually popped, yeah. not yeah. on purpose, but just, yeah. 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 So I just like, I, was, I saw him and the dude at the the cart the cart marshal, not the regular course marshal. Apparently, Continental is a cart marshal now. He's like, "Hey, Jesus, you'd be, let's go. I know you guys book separate tea times, but you'd really be doing me a huge favor if you just hopped in with that guy and saved me a cart." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I guess I'll do that." None of the other groups did that. They all said no. So there's three carts per hole, and I so I rode with Jim, and Jim was just an absolute delight. Um, besides that. The front nine of this scramble, we used every single one of my shots. 
Ooh. For nine straight holes, we used every single one of my shots. Felt kind of good, huh? Felt great because it was only two <laughs> over. Damn. Oh, nice. I was fucking dialed with those rental clubs, baby. What about what happened to hole one? Hole one, I before everyone fucking spazzes, I did take a breakfast bowl. Well, I mean, that's that, that's fine. And yeah. the, the first shot wasn't that bad. I was just like the dude, the actual marshal was like, dude, take another one. Yeah. I was like, We're okay. Continental. Yeah. Uh, so I smashed my first drive. Um, went right of the right of the green, maybe twenty yards short. Chipped up and on, two putted for par. No, 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 no. We bogeyed the first. I went. I rolled in that fucking drainage yep, ditch. I've been there twice. Yep. <laughs> so we did take a penalty stroke on hole one on the great drive. Um, I just pulled it out. Yeah, I could anyway. have, but <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know Jim's vibe yet. Yeah, that's and true. he knew yeah. we were scrambling in the whole yeah. nine. Uh, so we bogeyed hole one, and we parred everything else, and then we bogeyed the seven or eight or something. Um, but I, I, I missed one green, the entire front nine using rental stealths. Uh, so they par, were, they, par were three, they were good clubs, damn. par three course, uh, two, there's two par fours on each nine, um, missed one green, the whole front nine. And I felt fucking awesome. I don't know well, I'm not saying I was sticking them tight. You, you drove a green on par four. No, I did. I, we were on it too. So like. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. green and reg. Yeah, every, okay. every gotcha. par three, we were on the green except for one. Yep. Every par four, we were on the green and two. Massive. Um, Damn. And I'm not saying that I was throwing darts where I'm six feet out. They were long putts, but they were on the green nonetheless. Yeah, yeah you got the putter in hand. Um, and so the front nine, this, the back nine starts, we're way ahead. Everybody else sucks. Like, we're kicking everyone's ass after the front nine. Like, my dad's team is six over. The other team is like five over. So they're thinking they're going to catch us on the back. First hole on the back nine is a par four with a giant ditch. I hit the farthest drive of my entire life the wrong fucking way. Which I way? was two fairways over to the right. Jeez. I'm not kidding you when it probably rolled out to be like 330, 340 because the green itself. What? I'm not lying. It was the it was the farthest drive. <laughs> we didn't we didn't use it. Okay. We, okay. No okay. Shit, it's all the way over there. I mean, it, fairway it, it, a fairway though. It doesn't matter how two fairways. There's many trees on Continental. You can you can maybe. There's hardly any. My sister hits a disgusting low stinger to the left. Hits the fucking car mm-hmm. path. Just yep. runs down the car path. Goes up that ditch on the left side. Yep. And rolls back down like 20 yards in front of the green. So the the farthest drive of my entire life, I just left it over there. Were you playing back and they were playing uh, reds? We Everybody played whites. Because okay. there's only two sets of tees at Continental, sure. whites and blues. Um, so we that was the first shot anyone else's. And then my sisters mixed in for a few other shots. I think we ended up winning. We were five over. My dad's team finished six over and the other team finished like seven or eight. So Damn. They jumped so the, in the pool. He kept it competitive though. Yeah. Yep. They they turned it on in the back nine. We were steady Eddie the whole way. Um, but yeah, finally my sisters did start contributing on the back nine. We used a couple of their putts and a couple of their. We used two of Paige's drives. Well, Paige, yeah, Paige, she was probably just focused on what club she was going to that night. Oh, <laughs> who she's. <laughs> I mean, she, let's be real here. Yeah, she did go out. I think three times. I went out one night. With her. <laughs> I went out one night with her. We went to some dive bar and sang karaoke, and it was a fucking blast. Did you go back to the Damn. hot chick? Uh, they did. I, I recommended it, and they went to the hot chick. It's a good bar. Um, but yeah, so golf was fantastic. The 
the rental clubs serve me well. Um, oh, one great thing that Continental does, they let you share rentals. They don't make each That's person kind of rent individually. That's why it's one of the best courses in mm -hmm. the Arizona. Absolutely. We saw that fucking coyote still lives out there. Yep. Um, but yeah. Right off the driving range. So it's 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 safe to say that um, taking a break from golf pays off because I was the best I've ever been with irons for, for nine holes. And then I got used to golf again and I was just back to my normal old self. God. I wouldn't have wanted to leave. I would have. I would have probably tried to book something for the next morning. No, I tried. Yeah. I, no, not the next morning, but I definitely tried to get people to golf again. And it was just. You should have just went out by yourself. People mm -hmm. wanted to do other shit. No, I'm not gonna. We only had. We had two cars, and like, I'm not gonna take one of the cars to Uber. go on a solo adventure or Uber. Meet up with fucking Jimbo. I'm sure he had yeah. a car. No, Jim was picked you up. Jim was done golfing. He said pickleball and hikes the rest of his week. Did you play any pickleball? I did. Yeah, it's great. Isn't so it? Monday. My uncle lives in Arizona with his wife or girlfriend. I don't know. All they do is play pickleball. Yep. And they're like 65, 70 years old. I don't know. Somewhere in there. They're so good. Yeah. So uh, the whole week, my grandma came with on the trip and this is her brother. And the whole week leading so up to it. Great uncle. Yep. Either way. I'm talking shit to grandma. Like I can beat Gene. He's old as shit. How old? I don't know. He's 65 to 70. He's okay. somewhere in there. So, yeah, yeah, he can't. Yeah, okay. He's no older than 70. He's no younger than 65. Okay. I was like, I can beat Gene. He's old, Grandma. I, I know I'm not in shape like I used to be, but I can beat Gene. So we show up and Gene takes it very seriously and he won't let us play until he teaches us all the rules and the etiquette. So I play like three games. Before. There's etiquette in pickleball? Yep. Like, like give me an example. Um, so like if a ball goes over to a different court, like what to yell, um, what you, do you yell? You have to, well, you, you don't yell, you wait until the ball is either going to roll into their game and then you just yell ball or you wait till after. And then you yell like pickle or some shit. And then they get the ball for you what? instead of you hopping the fence to go get the ball. It's kind of fucking dumb, but yeah. yeah. And then, and then at <laughs> the, oh, so it's like the four call, pickle! I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end of each game, you don't high five. You don't nux the opponents. It's the paddle, paddle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah you, you hold the paddle part and you touch handles. Because those paddles are worth like 200 bucks a piece. They are spendy. Yeah. So they yeah, don't want you to be... Because the first one, he's like, all right, go touch paddles. And me and Gabe fucking high five <laughs> with the paddles. And Gene about died right there. Yep. He's like, no, 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 no. That's not what you do. So I play like four games. And finally, it's showtime. And the bet with grandma is she doesn't drink ever. She's not like anti-alcohol or anything she just never drinks yeah. so i get three games to try to beat gene and Edie, and if i beat them grandma will have the biggest pina colada i can find in arizona hell yeah if i lose no stakes she's terrible at betting so i had nothing nothing to lose, nothing to lose yeah, whatsoever nice. first game um so it's me and my sister Paige, who's the athletic one against gene and Edie. we go into extra innings Ooh. It's 11 11. Okay. You got to win by two. We end up losing 15 13. And Gene and Edie are fucking mad. They are competitive as hell. They didn't, they were, they were not happy with it. Um, I wasn't sure if like I was doing something wrong because they were upset. Are you playing it like tennis or you, were you dinking at the net? I don't know. Did what they dink, dink at the net. So I don't know you pretty much go up means. to like, you pretty much go up to that line in front. Yeah, the kitchen. Yeah, and you pretty much just stand there and like uh, you're placing shots that can't 
for one, can't be hit out of the air by the other team. Um, but like something like soft enough so it's got like a, a like a no okay I didn't I didn't hit anything soft is that just wail at Adam just every time no so I did go crowd the net in the kitchen and I just I would just try to return it every single time before it could touch the ground and then I had Paige playing backup behind me which I learned the next two games is bad you're supposed to be at the same level as your partner yep yep um but I was just dialed the first game so they weren't getting anything past me the first game. And they still ended up winning 15-13. The next game, they 11-2 us. Oh, Jesus. And then the game after that, they 11-3 us. Because every time I I would crowd up there and Paige would be behind me in case I missed it. And Gene was hitting like fucking knuckleballs at me. Yeah, yeah. Like if he used his forehand, it would spin to his right. If he used his backhand, the ball would spin to his left. And if he could go over the top, it would knuckle. It was insane. Damn. And the second Paige and I had any separation, Gene found the middle every single time. There was no chance for either of us to get it. And Edie, also a sniper, her serves would hit the ground and you had no idea which way it was going to go. I don't know how she was putting spin on it like that underhand. It was insane. So it hit the ground and I'd have to fucking stretch an extra two feet to try and return the serve. It was embarrassing. But it's also so much fun. It was a blast. I'm not... I'm. <laughs> Not taking anything away. I had a great time. We, I mean, it's a known fact on this podcast that we love games that old people can be really good at. Yeah. Golf. Absolutely. Pickleball. Pickleball. That's, and yeah. Pinochle. And P- Ooh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Pinochle. What? I love Pinochle. And Bridge. You play Pinochle? Yeah. All the Wapton boys taught me. Dan, Jordan, and PJ all taught me. Ah, you know, the classics. Dan, Jordan, yeah. and I've PJ. never, I, I've actually never played Pinochle my entire life. Really? So I don't know. I don't know how to play either. Yeah, I play with, I'm a whist guy. Oh, I played a fuckload of whist uh, yeah, all week. Play. We should play me and my wife against you and your wife. She doesn't know how to play. Oh, you got to teach her. I tried, dude. She doesn't like when I teach her things. She gets frustrated at me. I do think pickleball is going to make a... It's going to make... It's It's not going to rise as fast as golf did from 2020 until now. But I do think in the coming years, pickleball will... It'll definitely make its presence known. Yeah, I got it. It'll start to work its way north a little bit. It's very, very popular down south in Arizona and, you know, in the warmer states where you can play Mm -hmm. all year round. Mm -hmm. Um, I get my haircut at Sports Clips and they had pickleball on on every single TV last time I went and got my haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Probably ESPN The Ocho or something like that. (laughs) No, it was was like a pickleball channel. What? Oh, you were watching TPC as well? That's the pickleball pickleball channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was, yes. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's all the golf on my trip. I mean, I could, I got a billion more stories for you, but none of them have anything to do with what we talk about on this podcast. Yeah, no, so. I mean, it's a great way to scratch the itch short term and, yeah. then, and then you leave and you're like, fuck, that was so much fun. And that, that seems to be how it usually goes is like when you have that, you know, you have that one or two rounds in the middle of the winter. I mean, you're only excited because like you're only you're pumped up because you're just mm-hmm. out there. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go shoot this certain score yep. or whatever. Just the fact that you're out there because you know when you leave, you're not going to get it for another three months. I know. Yeah. I get back today and Jared and I always play our league on Friday nights. I asked him if he wanted to do it tonight because I just I got, got the, the itch, itch, man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you should have the course this week. You should have picked Continental. Is it on there? No, God, no. We it. might have to. I'll we, find it. I'll create it. We might have to find it. I know it by memory it. now. GCUGC is on there. That's Grand Canyon University Golf Club for. Mm. Yeah, I, I played there. Yeah, it's a great course. That's where you set your personal best, is it not? Seventy-eight. Yep. Uh, Seventy-seven. So, no, Seventy-eight. Yep. Fucking weird that I know that. Yep. So, well, glad you had a good trip, Tyler. Thank um, you. 
I believe in two weeks, I'm heading to Florida. You going to golf? Well, I'm not going to bring my clubs, and I, I always preach. You okay, okay, sorry. Everywhere. <laughs> I completely buried that. I think I got to talk about this. Talk about Renting clubs was not bad at all. No, it's not really? terrible. What, no, what so, you- especially in like now, if I had to rent clubs in the middle of summer when I'm golfing all the time, I think it would have been a big issue. But I'm not hardly golfing right now. So throwing foreign clubs in my hands clearly didn't make that big of a difference. I think it would for sure make a difference if it was like an everyday situation and all of a sudden you throw these weird clubs in, everything would feel off. But when you don't have a rhythm going and it's the middle of winter and you go on a trip, renting clubs wasn't terrible. Really expensive? It's 65 bucks, but they gave you a sleeve of balls and it was really hard to lose balls out there because it's so open and there's like hardly any Mm -hmm. water. Um, I still bought an extra box because I know who I am and I, I didn't need it. So I ended up leaving the trip with more balls than I than I came with. I brought the whole box home, plus some that I found while I was out there because I am who I am. Yep. And what kind um, of clubs were they? They were stealths. 65 bucks seems kind of fucking steep for well, rentals. 65 bucks and they let me share them. Okay, well, okay. I, te- yeah. I technically didn't get to share them, but everyone else did because okay, so I was playing with my sisters. Yeah. So they rented mm-hmm. a lady set and they shared that. Yeah, I should have just shared them with Jim because Jim was also renting. So Jim and I rented clubs separately, had the exact same set of clubs. And it makes sense if you're scrambling too. If you're scrambling, you might as well. And at that point, you split the cost 30, 32, 50 a piece. Yeah. And I'm just saying like, if you're in a group like this or like you don't want to check a bag and you haven't swung your clubs in forever, don't bring them. I honestly, I mean, I honestly think like... When, when you go through it, when people go through a summer lull where it's like you've been playing a lot of golf and you're playing good golf at the beginning and then you're you're like you're getting a little too comfortable with what you got going mm-hmm. and maybe you start to, I don't know, you're like, oh, maybe I got to switch this or I, you watched five TikTok tutorial mm-hmm. videos and you're like, now I'm all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Maybe renting clubs to kind of break the lull is the move. Yeah. Because at that point, number one, you have an excuse to blame your score on if you're keeping score. And number two, it's like, well, I have I have no basis to go off of with these clubs, mm-hmm. so I just have to go out and swing them. You're right. Expectations are nothing. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it did take me a few holes to get the distances down. Um, I mean, but the, the first hole at Continental doesn't matter because you're just swinging driver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the next two holes are all very short. So I just used the smallest club in the bag. Yeah. So it didn't matter. And I hit the greens on all of them. But... After that, it took me a little while to like really figure out what I was going to hit what distance. Um, the PXGs definitely go further than mm-hmm. the stealth irons do. Yep. Um, but once you get that dialed out, figured out, maybe I didn't hit the range first, so I could have taken care of all of those issues ahead yeah. of time. Yeah. But um, it really wasn't bad renting clubs. So, well, I'm thinking that's what I, I, I mean, I can't just sit here and listen to you talk about this and not start scheming on my own. Yeah. If I'm going on vacation in a couple of weeks. So I, I may just pull a Jimbo when I'm down in Florida. I pick, I don't know, pick a medium course, not a shitty yeah. one, not a, yeah. not a really nice one, but pick a medium course, see what I'll call ahead for rentals, whatever. I think I have a bad taste in my mouth too from Nashville because when I went to that one course, like the, the municipal, I, I can't, I can't remember what it was called, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, they were, they were like worse than top golf clubs. <laughs> Jesus. So 
I think that's what I, that's in my well, mind. It's just like, going, well, every course has mm-hmm. shitty top golf clubs. So why, Jake like, hit the nail on the head when we were talking about me renting, renting clubs before the vacation, but how golf destinations have lots of rentals and yeah. good rentals. Yeah. Cause there was, yeah. they had 30 sets of stealths for rentals. And they probably get them at a good uh, discounted price too. Or, yeah. or they're just, older models that they didn't sell from the year before in the clubhouse so yeah if you're going to florida which is a golf destination i would assume that they have pretty good rentals there yeah too. you're probably what about fine. mexico couldn't tell mexico. you never been don't going have a passport i've never golfed there i'm gonna so try to in march so we'll see where at in mexico uh cancun they'll for sure have clubs good ones yeah, that might be. Uh, might. T- as long as you're not going to bumfuck Mexico, middle of nowhere. Yeah, no, we're going, going to like a resort or whatever. Yeah. So they'll have clubs for you. Yeah. But yeah, do it. Rent the clubs. I think I'm going to. I mean, I, if I can sneak away for a few hours, I mean, I'm going to play 18. I got to play 18. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm going to fucking do it. Do it. I'm just going to. I'm going to solo dolo. Mm-hmm. Join a group, whatever. You You're going to be I, somebody's gym. I know I I don't I don't think I've ever been the solo joining a group of three before. It's gonna be kind of nice. And then when they get home and they you know do their podcast episode, they're <laughs> yeah, gonna say, "Right, it was fucking awesome." Yeah, because I, 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 if I'm a solo in a group of three, I'm just gonna I'll bring the vibes. Yeah. You know, I had some mm-hmm. good shots. So I'll hit some bad shots, and I'll bring the vibes. Mm-hmm. Little, just get a little bit squirrely beforehand, and just you know, be <laughs> yeah, the, you don't yeah, <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to give them the wrong first impression though. You little if you're a little yeah. bit too you know. A little bit too high energy, on edge. Not on edge, but you know what I mean. Maybe putting them on edge. It could, it could very well. <laughs> yeah. Be, yeah. So, okay. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll start game planning then. I actually don't really know what city I'm going to yet. My <laughs> wife has all that information. probably figure that out. I yeah. just know that I'm going to be gone and, and we're going to the state of Florida. Nice. So, it's nice. a big state. So yeah. It's a large state. Panhandle of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> the pistol grip of the United States, as someone call it. Yep. Yikes. What do you mean, yikes? Just Trevor's your references. Never, Trevor's never shot a gun in his entire life. Nope. Wild. All right. First transgender athlete to win a professional golf tournament. Haley, uh, what, Jake? Davidson. Haley, Haley Davidson. Davidson. Um, obviously, hot topic in the world and a very hot topic in the golf world. And Jake is just going to read us some of the comments. Yeah, I am. People gonna... have been making. Um, I would like you to, Jay, I've read it. Can you please end end this segment with John Daly's quote? Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. you can only imagine what he had to say about, <laughs> about the issue. Uh, which, by the way, I look, it's not true. John Daly didn't say no yeah. no really? of course he didn't say that the what? Things, what do you mean of course i, the, I could so, okay, so the see thing circling that. around twitter is that john daly said quote i would have won 100 tournaments if i threw on a skirt that dude is as feminine as a ford f-150 <laughs> Jesus that Christ. sounds something like you would say for sure it's just not true at all yeah. like yeah is that confir- is it confirmed Guys, it's from PGA at PGA T-U-O-R. No, I get that. They're, ver- they're verified, though, aren't <laughs> they? Well, anyone you can, can verify that. it on Twitter for $8 a month. People are. It's not true. I'll tell you that, period. John, People have reached out to John Daly. He's never said any. Like, he hasn't responded to any of it. So I'm assuming he didn't say that. He yeah he had to have said he, you know he has an opinion on it. He, and yeah. I would like to hear it. Just because. No, no, no. It says he has not confirmed if he actually made those comments. That's from the Times. Pleads of the fifth. So he may have made those comments. He may not have made those comments. However, I could see him. 
I, I mean, I absolutely could see that coming mm-hmm. out of his mouth. Hear that coming out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know, but it only comes from one source, and it's from PGA Tour. Yeah, PGA Tour. <laughs> it's they literally say they're the golf version of the Onion and the Babylon Bee. Hashtag satire. Hashtag parody in their yeah. in their. Got to do your research, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, know your any, facts. Any other professional golfers commenting on it? Um, not really. I think nothing publicly, which I mean is probably a little bit not surprising considering this is kind of a hot topic period but the nxxt which is the um tour that Haley plays for which they, is they wrestle on wednesday nights <laughs> <laughs> they uh pay-per-view too, said that yeah. they are going to they said quote in light of recent events we've initiated a poll among our tour players to gather their opinions on our gender policy we believe it's vital to consider the perspectives of those directly affected by these policies because essentially their policy says hey you can play in our tour as long as it has been five years and eight months since you started hormone therapy right Hmm. so i like the polling the athletes though yeah i think that's kind of because that's the people it truly affects like it doesn't affect us yep in any way, shape, or form, if Haley plays on any tour. Yeah, it does not but matter. But it affects those players. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Especially, well, Haley is in first place by a pretty large margin, actually, just on the tour in general. First place by over 100 points, which is like a tournament's worth of winning, I think, or something like that. Who um, have, do, you, do you have like a... I would like to see like like driving stats. Like who who has the longest driving average on that tour? Yeah. I would like to see the difference between top and second place or third place. Yeah, yeah I don't have anything of that like right away. But- I don't know how how deep the NXXT tours they probably have zero analytics stats. go. Yeah. But maybe we could find that somewhere. So you said five years and eight months? Yeah, and it I mean to, I mean, Haley has abided by all of those rules. Haley waited the five years and eight months to play on the tour after like <laughs> like the therapy started and all that stuff. And so, I mean, everything checks out, right? There's no rule breaking going on. However, I think that there, I mean, obviously there's people who are on the tour that have probably voiced their opinion on it. And so yeah. it's, I, like, I like the anonymous poll thing because I would actually just be very curious to know yeah. what the other athletes think. It's so like it's uh, it's super different if a woman transitions to male and wants to play in the NBA. Like, yeah, the NBA players aren't going to care if you're good enough. Come on yeah. up. Mm-hmm. You guys, you seen Joanna Man? <laughs> I don't. Have I you ever know. seen the movie Joanna Man? No, where he transitions, or he like pretends to be a woman and plays in the WNBA and just dominates. No, I've never, <laughs> never seen Joanna Man. Uh-uh, I've never uh, seen uh, it. Who was the uh, who are the the twin brothers in uh, White Chick? Yeah, the uh, Way, uh, Way, uh, Wayne, Wayne's Wayne brothers. or Wayne's Wayne's Wayne, brothers. Wayne, yeah. yeah, okay. I think it's one of I think it's one of them that is the actor in that movie. Uh, it, it's a I mean that movie came out back in like the early two thousands. So the Wayne's brothers just made a career out of I, is that correct? Where they play yeah. girls. Who like who's the lead actor? No, in? it's not one of the Wayne's brothers. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's. Yeah, it's not him. It's Miguel Nunez is the lead. Okay. Well, way off. <laughs> yeah. Um. So five years and eight months. Are we thirty-five? Be almost thirty-six. <laughs> no shots. Be about thirty-six years old. And I feel like some people they hit their prime in their mid-thirties. That's true. Yeah. Actually, Tyler, you said that you were past your or that you were past your prime like two episodes ago, and a bunch of people came to your defense saying. 
you're not past your prime. You're just getting into your prime years at age 30. So, well, I know my own body. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the guy just climbed a fucking free solo mountain. Maybe they're right. I'd I'd never tried that before. Yeah. Do you think we could beat her 2v1? Yeah. 2v1 scramble. Yeah. 2v1 best ball, no chance. Do you think 2v1s? Well, so here's here's the thing. She won that last uh, tournament one over. Could we beat one over as a scramble team? 100%. Yeah. Through three days, too. Could we? Could we? Yeah. Yeah. How about best ball? Uh, uh, that one would be a little more tough. I think. I think it'd be easier. It'd be easier to get beat by a girl on golf than it would in wrestling. Oh yeah, I actually wrestled. That's one sport where it was integrated mm-hmm. for years. It's not anymore. No. Women's and men's wrestling is now completely separate. But when I was going through school, it was integrated. That was yep. one of the very few sports where genders were integrated. Yeah. And I've wrestled girls before. They stink. Ryan, I've actually got a little uh, <laughs> little note for not you like, here. They're not smelly. Yeah. We're just better at wrestling than them. Ryan, Davidson claims that she lost 15 miles an hour of club head speed as a result of her transition. And the average PGA Tour club head speed is 114, while the average driver swing speed on the LPGA Tour is approximately 94 miles an hour, which is a difference of about 20 miles an hour. So... Davidson losing 15 miles an hour probably falls right in that right in that gap of probably knocked her down like 112 swing speed for okay. like 137 127 <laughs> <You're> so- <laughs> I'm kidding but that also shows you like okay so uh you guys want to talk metrics here my I would say my average swing speed is around like 110 110 to 112 however even the LPGA golfers would outdrive me 100 out of 100 times. Uh, maybe 99 out of 100 times. I might get him one time. But even like faster swing speed, it, it still comes down to how you strike the ball. Mm-hmm. And I think that's more important than speed itself. Yeah. Yeah. But so to, to answer the previous question, Ryan, we could totally get better than oh, for sure. one over scrambling the two of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we would bogey a couple holes, but we'd birdie quite a few. As what well. about Haley Davidson and Caitlin Jenner versus you and I? best ball they would win caitlin's close to scratch and clearly really what yeah. actually bruce jenner was one of the best athletes of all time wait Tyler, we're not talking about bruce jenner yeah but caitlin's still good i didn't know she really golfed. i also didn't know yeah. she was scratch either she's good what I mean, what I, th- I i thought i was an okay athlete like growing up yeah, why hasn't that translated for me you were an olympic decathlon gold medal winner but but decathlon doesn't tra- like yes, i can it, understand that's, if that's athleticism it's ev- that's the whole point of the decathlon is to do every you're right every aspect yeah. of athleticism you're right you're right yeah six think, handicap caitlin jenner has six handicap yeah. you yeah. guys are getting smoked. pretty much scratched yeah, yeah. you guys are we get, get bumps we, uh, we obviously get, it's handicapped if, if it's, if it's, <laughs> if it's, if it's handicapped we might win for sure okay anyway um we haven't had i mean there, there really hasn't been headlines like this in the it's it's been pga live it's been the defects it's been money here money there it's been uh, the amateur golfer winning a million plus dollars, not being able to claim it this last weekend. This is this is all new. Oh yeah, whoa, whoa, it's whoa, whoa. brand new. What was the last thing you talked about? You'd mentioned that in the break, and I hadn't heard of this. Yeah, so I'll I'll pull up an article real quick. So essentially, there was an amateur golfer who got an invite to a pro event, um, and he ended up winning. 
Uh, I'll get you his name right now. But I think he's like a PGA Tour um, amateur golf tournament winner. He plays for Alabama right now. Yes, he plays for Alabama. Nick Dunlap. Um, I was one, a little bit on social media on vacation. I did mm-hmm. see something about an Alabama player doing well. I didn't yep. know he won it. Yeah, so yeah. The, he won the Amex um, PGA Tour event, I guess. And he's 20 years old. He's the youngest amateur to win on the PGA Tour, period. Um, and the purse, not the purse, but the first place prize was a million and a half dollars. And because of his amateur status, he can't claim that money. And it's not like go fucking pro. Well, he can go pro he, now. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's the decision that he that he's making now is does he drop out of college, leave the Alabama golf team and go pro or does he stay in college, play it through and then mm-hmm. see what happens? for a million and a half dollars unless he's. But more, I, I don't think he, he can't get that money. Yeah, he it's out. It's already gone. Period. Yeah. Poof, it They gave it to the second place winner. So even. That's fucked. That's crazy. That is fucked. Yeah. So even with like all the NIL dollars being thrown around, he can't he can't claim any of that. Period. What? No. It was the That's Amex so dumb. Tour. Yeah. The Amex. No. It's the Amex Open or something like that. Is it, it Amex called. or Amex? A-M-E-X? Is it American Express? Yeah. Yeah. American Express. Okay. So Amex. Amex. Okay. Well, American Am. Yeah. You're right. Amex. <laughs> anyway, if they're those guys are fucking crooks. Give him his money. That's a credit card company too. Figure out so <laughs> yeah. much money. Yeah. Figure out a way to donate to that to the college so homeboy can get it for his NIL deal. Well, it's same with Sam Bennett in the Masters. Um, he couldn't claim any of that money either because he was an amateur. And then he and then he went pro and now mm-hmm. he can start making money. That is, yeah. I hate that. It's so it, to much. me, it's 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 crazy because okay, so you you invite these amateurs to tournaments, which to them, it's not about the money to them. it's it's more so about like the exposure and being able to play against the best competition in the world on the PGA tour. yeah. Mm-hmm. and who knows? it may never happen again. So I feel like the money is the last thing on their minds. However, when you get to the point where you're like, I could have a huge check coming my way because not I mean, He's the first amateur to win a PGA Tour event since Phil Mickelson did it in like what ninety one. Ninety one, exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what this so is what not many people that make checks like this right. as amateurs. So mm-hmm. you know what Amex needs to do tomorrow. NIL is open for business. They need to sign him to a million and a half dollar contract. Credit as an card ambassador yeah. for mm-hmm. Amex. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad idea because they bad. they need to like this is a bad look for them i know it's not their fault technically it's not no it's, it's just it's the it's pga yeah but there's an opportunity here for them to look really good by getting this kid the money he deserves yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the weird sticking part about it is that it's like he won the tournament and so because winning that tournament means hey man you can join the pga tour like this is essentially him getting his tour card yeah right? he, he has mm-hmm. so he has i believe he has a two-year exemption he gets into the pga championship the masters um and then a boatload of other tournaments yeah 20 yeah. years old yeah, yeah. so the win qualifies him, dunlap to to the win qualifies dunlap to turn professional at any point and join the 2024 pga tour with automatic membership through the 2026 season so that's that exemption yeah, you're, yeah, you're talking about right there um, so, um yeah and 2020 like it may be different if this was like the end of well, I guess it's two years regardless whether it happens at the end of the year or the beginning of the year. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so he also has two years to accept the offer from the PGA Tour. So he could 
with this win, say, I'm still going to go back to college. I'm going to play all that stuff. And then once college is done, he can immediately join the PGA Tour in 2025 and or 2026. Does he get a, does he get two year exemption to those tournaments if he joins in 2025? So you're saying if he joins in 25, will he have two years up to, until 2027? Yeah, um, that's not I don't know. It's it's not stated in this article. I would assume. Yes, I don't know. That's complete guess, though. Because um, then, if that's the case, I'm going to play in college until the very last day I can make my decision, and then cash in my two years for sure. Yep. Yeah, um, I would say. Well, I guess now that you say that, Tyler, I would assume then maybe no, because that would be a bad look for the PGA. It probably wouldn't make yeah. sense monetarily for them to let guys stay in college for as long as possible, you know, and then get the most amount of years of exemption out of it. So, I mean, if he's he not won using- the juniors too, didn't he? Um, I believe he won the juniors, so he got exempted to this tournament, and he can also play in the Masters before he even won this tournament. Uh, so this guy's uh, fucking so good, huh? Can we confirm that, Jake? Yeah, I can. The I junior, can what, what is the juniors? I'm not sure, but he won something that got him into this tournament. It's like a juniors tournament or whatever, and it gets you exempted into this one in the Masters, I believe. I'm... Oh, 89% sure. Um, I'm looking right now. I'm not finding anything to say that you're wrong, and I'm also not finding anything to say that you're right either. I'm uh, just not finding anything, period. Either way, Amex, you have an incredible chance right here to get yourself some great publicity. Mm-hmm. I'll sign up for an Amex card right now. Give the man his money. I mean, a million and a half, it's a, it's a lot of money, especially for a 20-year-old. Not for Amex, it isn't. Now... <sighs> That's true. Yeah. No, not for Amex. They probably make that like per hour. Yep. Um, that is a tough decision because you can think about it. At 20 years old, he could play so many tournaments. It's like you you have these older guys who are kind of they're obviously seasoned veterans and they've they have the resume and the history to be like I'm just gonna you know play in the majors uh, major tournaments or I'll just pick and choose which ones I want to play in. Cool. He as a 20 year old and having the like his body being in the youth mm-hmm. that it is, he could play. I, I, this is me as a casual. I bet he could play in every tournament that he wanted to. Yeah. Well, didn't Tiger go pro around 2021? Something like that. I think he went pro in 96. Um, and he's 47 now. So we do the math. 27 years. 20, so yeah, he might have been 20. He was 20. Look at that. Man. Yeah, they say he's the yeah, he's the just barely younger than Tyler or Tiger. He's a lot younger than me. <laughs> um yeah, so really interesting. This guy's got I mean, he's got a lot of hype around it. A lot of the players who are talking about him um are saying that he's pretty crazy. And actually, you're right, Trevor. Dunlap mm-hmm. and Tiger Woods are the only players to win both the US Amateur and the US Junior amateur i don't know what the difference between yeah. those. um but yeah tiger's first pga event he was 16 jesus but he, he officially turned pro at 20 and the day he turned pro he announced his deal with nike 10 year 100 mil so which something like that so mr dunlap go pro and announce your deal with amex immediately well there's all there's also uh, if you look at it in a sense of publicity i mean if he waits to go pro People will forget who Nick Dunlap is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, if he right now is the most that anybody is, let's just say it's the most anybody has and might ever talk about him. Yep. It's like Michael Block last year. Correct. Yeah. Yes. And well, Michael if, Block has done a good job of, you know, he's getting into the YouTube golf mm-hmm. space and he's done a good job of like carrying leveraging that publicity. It. Correct. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, and he just like he just signed a, an apparel deal with Good Good. So like he is now he, he's a, appealing to the guys like us, you mm-hmm. know, the the teen high teenagers, the low twenty, whatever. Um, so from a PR standpoint, now would be a great time to go pro because all what, cameras are on him. First event, correct? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also think correct. so, Ryan. I think if he's you fucking, win a PGA Tour event. You just, no matter what, you get two years of exemption on the tour because you won an event, right? From that date of winning, you have two years, like, gotcha. I don't know. So everybody who won a tournament this last year is just, no matter what, guaranteed to be on the tour until 2027. Sure. Or whatever. 2025. Yeah. Five. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. I'm telling you, go pro, whatever the next tournament is that Tigers, you pair them together. Every camera in the world is on them. All the eyes in sports are on them. Did you guys see he that? He got a nice Amex logo on the fucking lapel of his polo. Yeah, yeah a lot of branding yeah. on that yeah. polo. Um, speaking of polos, speaking of Tigers, did you guys see that Tigers' new apparel company got leaked this week? Yeah. Is, is it, it real? The, Taylor's I, John Daly quote. Is it by PGA Tour? No, it's not by <laughs> no. PGA Tour. It's pretty legit. legit. Though. It's yeah. pretty legit um, that he's... I don't know now. Greg all Norman? the all the rumors underneath him going to TaylorMade or wherever are all, I don't know. They're kind of wishy washy. All we know is that he's getting his own thing, similar to how Jordan has something under Nike, and it's called Sunday Red. Yep. That's, Who's who owns it? We don't know yet. It's not been confirmed. A lot of people are speculating it's TaylorMade, but I've I've not seen anything that's like a legitimate like a, a for sure leak yep. about it. Um, that's what people are saying is that it's tailor made. Why wouldn't he just call them tigers? Well, it's called Sunday Red because I think their goal the iconic is yeah. Sunday Red for him. So also here's the thing: I think that um, oh okay, never mind. Tailor Made did file the trademark for it, yeah. so that just came out yesterday. Um, but the new logo got leaked and all that stuff. Um, it's a tiger and it says Sunday red on it. But I think the reason why they're keeping his name off of it is because they want to sign other golfers under it in a similar way to how good good is signing people like Michael block and doesn't have a direct somebody's last name or first name or whatever attached to it. I I disagree with that logic entirely. Really? Go on. How many people are signed under Jordans? Like you have entire football teams that are, they're a Jordan football team, Michigan national champions wear Jordan jerseys. They're Jordan. Mm-hmm. They're Jordan football well, of team. Course, but, yeah. And that takes nothing away from it for me. I think it's fucking sweet. Yeah, no, I mean, I completely agree. I think the Jordan name, as we've argued before on this podcast, actually has transcended everything, you I know? Agree. And, and so think, maybe it's a bit of an exemption, but like they don't have teams wearing the Adidas, you know, they don't have full basketball teams wearing Adidas Anthony Edwards one sneakers yet. Right, you know what but, I mean? But we that argument we made about Tiger and Jordan, they're the two most iconic athletes of all time. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to get, I still stand by Jordan is more iconic, but if you want to elevate Tiger to that status, name the brand fucking Tiger. Yeah, I can see both sides of it of not wanting to attach a name to it and having like Tiger's legacy. Like, cause it, I also understand that the name Tiger, when people talk about Tiger Woods, some people still have a sour taste in their mouth over like his personal life. Right. Whereas the legacy of just, saying tiger and his sunday reds and him being a winner and all that stuff is still like a little bit less it, some people might view that differently than they would just read his name tiger woods you yeah, know it's I mean? just like the golf aspect and not the whole outside golf and not his yeah, yeah. his personal life yeah, yeah i mean I, th- I think though it just for personal just call it tigers yeah 
I got yeah, to- I don't really know how I feel about it because there's really only one other golfer. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's one other golfer that has his own clothing line that's named after him. Is that that's Greg Norman? Yeah, is that correct? Yeah, yep. mm, I don't know. Most of the other people who have their names attached to things are just in the realm of golf and not necessarily pro golfers. Travis Matthew Vokey is just a guy yeah. who was good at milling. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that mm-hmm. type of thing. Scotty yeah. Cameron uh, and whoever this Taylor guy is, Taylor made. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I I I do like. I kind of like the name. I mean, it's. I don't. I don't dislike the name either. I just think it was a miss. Yep. Not calling it Tiger. Yeah, I think they I also Tiger once. Yeah, I think they were also like because the low. Remember Tiger's old logo with Nike with the TW yep. on the hat and stuff yes. like that. I think that they wanted they wanted something that's a little bit more ambiguous for people to wear. There could that's be like just there, a little t- and the logo is a tiger, but the brand mm. name is Sunday Red. So, so is everything red? Well, I'm not sure yet because we haven't seen any products or anything uh, like that. I don't want a pair of green Tiger Reds or Sunday Reds. Some greens, some green Reds. They can't have just red clothes because it's like... I could see where there might be some legal issues with Nike owning that TW logo. My logo. And the line of Tiger Woods stuff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which I think is why they probably steered clear a little bit. Because Nike, I think, probably still owns the TW. I I guess the more I talk about it, too, you do want to separate yourself from Jordan if they Mm -hmm. are in that same realm of icons. You don't want to just copy Michael Jordan. Well, Jordan's started as shoes too, mostly, where Tiger's not really going to be doing shoes. How do you know? You can only make so many golf shoes, I think. I would wear some Tiger Plus, they're named shoes. after a polo, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> the whole brand is named after a red polo. I don't know. I think, I mean, you know. You think can, they're not going to make anything other than polos? No, no, no. no. That's more, not what I said. But I, they're going to start yeah. with polos. Yeah, I think that's going to be what everyone's going to be trying to buy is a Sunday red. red I don't polo. think I I don't think I would ever wear a red polo on, on the golf course. Doesn't it feel a little sacrilegious? I, no, I just got one. I got Did a couple. You? I got one from the PGA Canada gift bag or whatever. I got a red Travis Matthews one. Like, but it's got like some other like accent colors on it too. It's got it? like some very faint li- white lines on it, but you can't. They're like mm-hmm. it's red, and then it has some like very faint lighter red lines. Sure, I don't. I, I it's I, the same. It's the same red polo that John Rom wears. Okay, that's the dude. Okay. The, okay. the dude yep. is like. Oh, I know it, what you're talking about. It almost, it, he almost it's like it a dull al- red. Yeah, he almost made me put it back by telling me that. To be honest, and I nothing against John Rom. I just don't want to be the guy that's out there wearing fucking John Rom's shirt on the court. In the, in the exact same way you don't want to be the guy wearing the red Nike swoosh polo and right. the black slacks and yeah. the black and then, hat. And then you know. ripping one old B off. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of like this red color. And he's like, oh, great, great choice. That's the one John Rom wears all the time. And I'm like, I'll just take another gray one, I guess. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. so so opening, opening up the doors for Obviously, a lot of people can buy just buy a red polo, but yes. opening up the doors of just letting whoever wear a red polo on the court, I feel like it, it does it like water down how iconic it is or not. I don't know. Because here's the thing is okay, like, like Tiger or Tyler's argument is that everybody's wearing Jordans. Does it water down what Jordan did on the basketball no, court? I doesn't. don't think so. But also, if I see a dude wearing everything that Tiger wore <laughs> while golfing, I'm going to be like, all right, let's maybe what's where yeah, double. What's where you think the outfit again? What makes you think less of a golfer seeing him wearing a black hat, bright red polo and black pants? 
or seeing he has the tiger head cover? Probably the outfit. Yeah, you I think, think the outfit. Yeah, because uh, the outfit, the outfit just speaks. It speaks volumes. You know what? It's a little <laughs> bit like it's like you see those guys at NFL games who wear like full pads and shit, as if they're like yeah, about yeah. to get called on and like <laughs> yeah. I don't know, the coach is gonna call them in for a couple snaps. That's how it feels a little bit. Whereas I think having a tiger head cover is mm-hmm. a little bit closer to wearing Jordan sneakers. Well, I, I also think Dude, if I I, th- I, th- I I think we can go head cover mostly. And Ryan, don't get offended. I think the animal head covers are stupid to begin with. And then to have the tiger one, it's just, what are you doing, my guy? My mom got me that head cover. <laughs> you, you can actually. T- actually, actually yeah, I know. Right and I didn't say anything when you told me you got she it. Would you have bought it by yourself? If Don't I was in the, on the if, spot, his mom listens. Like if I was but, in the market for it, like if I'm like, hey, I want to go get a new head cover. I would have, I would absolutely considered it. Yeah, <laughs> that's such a good non-answer. Okay, let's right? no, because I, yeah, I, yeah, I also yeah. no, I also good PR answer. Yeah. Like, also, you ready for this too, Ryan? Sometimes the best gifts are the ones that you didn't know you needed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So there you go. And that's a, it's a great way to put it. Um, I I'm also like the stock head covers to me are just kind of lame. It's like your the, golf bag is personalized yeah. to you. I agree with the stock head cover thing. Uh, I just don't like the animal ones at all. Like, Fair. When people have the Caddyshack gopher, I think that's so stupid. Mine's not even an animal. It's not even a real animal. I don't, yours is like a lion with rainbow hair. Yeah, I can't remember, uh, I can't remember what it's called. But it's Daphne. A, Daphne, yeah. It's John Daly's head cover. Mm. Ah, yeah. Still. <laughs> not for me. So you think that getting a, like a head cover from waste management is a better move? Than- I do. I think it's cooler. Because it's a normal yeah. head cover. And it was an event that I remember. Every time I take that head cover off, I think about our time at the waste management together, Ryan. <laughs> but I also Aww. like I also think of one and of my favorite golf golfers of all time. Yeah, I'm just telling you, I think the animal made. ones look stupid. Well, I'm trying I'm 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 trying to tell you why they're not stupid. I'm telling you what I think. I'm not saying they are stupid. I just think they look stupid. All I'm saying is that I'm buying the full tiger outfit and I'm having a tiger head cover. So fuck both of you guys. <laughs> see, okay. Now, if I see a guy playing, playing noon ball, at like the, the rec center, He's if I it. see a guy playing, playing B ball mm-hmm. at the rec center, wearing a pair of Jordans <coughs> and he sucks. I don't. I don't really look at him any different. Jesus. I'm just like, well, this is the shoes he's wearing. But mm-hmm. if if you're a golfer wearing Tiger's outfit, his Sunday outfit, Sunday red, um, and, and you, you suck, take one <laughs> like, fairways over, and you put one. If you, yeah, if you put you one take that off, a buddy. mile to the right, then I'm like, quit watering that name down. Quit, like, quit, yeah. quit watering how iconic that is. Do you think though that that's because the Jordan brand has been around for so long and morphed into so many different things? Or maybe the Jordan brand has already been watered down. Whereas when they first came out and you saw yeah. some dude at the mm-hmm. gym, right. you would have yeah. been like, oh, can take those off. Yeah. Well, they also yeah. made it to, to start like people weren't wearing it just for basketball. They were wearing it in the streets and like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. See, I would like that for them to do like an exclusive red polo, something that like you can't really get your hands on somewhere else and only sell like a thousand of them. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that was Yeah. What's the what's the term? Resale? Yeah, sure. Like okay. what the, the deal, we were just talking about it when Trevor tries to buy shit online. It gets scalped. Yeah, like, yeah, like someone buys it before you and then jacks the price way yeah, up. Yeah. What do you think those would go? If like they sold for astronomical price for a polo, they sell for 200 bucks a pop. What is the resale? Oh, 500? Yeah. At least 500. Four to yeah. 500? Fucking A, dude. And then as time goes on, uh, probably six, 700. 
God <laughs> damn. But I think that that's what like that's what makes the brand even cooler is that not everybody can get their hands mm-hmm. on it. So I don't know. I don't know. I hope they bring back the I hope they bring back the Tiger Woods like the Stanford look in the khaki pants, the tucked in red polo and the red Stanford yeah. hat. Uh, that's a great it's a great look. Yeah. The real loose business pants. Yep. Yeah, the first the like the first piece of Sunday red apparel that I see on the course. I don't know. I'm I'm instantly just going to think like that guy's a hardo. Yeah. Why is but, it? But yeah. if somebody sent us some sunday red stuff to wear be the first fucking thing i'd wear the next time i go oh, of course <laughs> I, 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 yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't touch it you I'm kidding. you'd probably sell it knowing you <laughs> no i yeah. straight to no. ebay yeah yeah you guys i only sell basketball cards and old video games actually let's for get, now ryan let's get you like a jersey frame for your red yeah. polo in your man cave it's not signed it's not signed <laughs> or anything say a like name that. on yeah. it yeah unbranded red polo <laughs> into the jersey frame i'm gonna buy a red polo from walmart tonight yeah god see we're, we're just watering down how iconic that red polo is. I'm sorry. Okay, well, I guess we'll see some more details coming out. Uh, I'm interested to see the price points, who is making it. I know I just saw something, that, I, and again, it could have been from PGA Tour, but um, <laughs> Taylor made, like, they had a job listing on their website that was for, like, um, like a merchandiser, essentially. <laughs> um, so if they're beefing up for that, then um, could be true. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense, like, the stealth... It's all black and red. Yep. I still think he's going to buy a brand. Here's the logo, boys. I'll put this on the uh, podcast too. But this is the Sunday Red logo right here. That's no, it's new. not. Yeah. Yes, that's it is. The, that's the yeah. one that they just filed the trademark for. Yep. I don't know what I think about it. What? Tiger could be better, but I mean that the the font is like it's Hel- Times New Roman or Helvetica. It's, it's, it is Helvetica. No, it's it, oh yeah, it's Helvetica. <laughs> How do you just know that? We're font guys. Guess. Jesus. We're fucking yeah. We we deal with fonts. The, the tiger the illustration yeah, is really really neat. Also, that's I mean, come on, Trevor. That's the that's the Helvetica R. That's the most recognizable font of all time. What the? I don't know if I like it. I'm not. Damn it, Jake. Why did you have to do that, dude? Look, the the SD and the R that are on it are probably won't be used with everything i bet you the tiger logo is the thing that they'll put on everything so here's in the, the same way that the, like the the sd and the r the english nazi in me sunday is a compound word it's not so sunday red you know so it should just be sr yeah i, I like the tar- tiger logo i think people have put way dumber things on polos like I, the I fucking would... lacoste crocodile or whatever like yeah hey, that was fucking sick when i was a freshman in college shut <laughs> up I yeah. traded. You guys want to hear how much of a fucking douchebag I was? Oh, my, God. I think it was sophomore year of college. I traded my dorm neighbor a pair of Sperry's for a Lacoste shirt. Holy shit. <laughs> Why? Wow, Trevor, Tyler. I was going to. Wow. Sperry's are like the perfect combination with a Lacoste shirt. Yeah, but I didn't want my Sperry's because I realized how much I hated them the second I bought them. And so I traded. They're not for, comfortable, really. No. He's right. That's yeah, the fucking They logo. also fire, filed a trademark for just the line itself. And then they also filed a trademark for the words sun, day, red, Tyler. They broke it up? Yeah, they broke up Sunday. Uh, That's dumb. Yeah. Now I hate the name even more. 
I'd like to say I don't know what I think about it, but I do know what I think about it. And the S, I mean that the SDR with it's just it's it's not for me. The Tiger logo by itself is sweet. Yeah. Um, but and again, they're the professionals. Yep. They run a hundred some million dollar company, like hundred hundreds of million dollar company. Um, and you're working with a guy worth a billion dollars. Yeah. So I don't know. My initial reaction is that the Sunday red thing, like the words being split up and everything being in Helvetica and them trying to make it like feel like a high end brand feels like they're just ripping off off white. And like some of those clothing companies were like Helvetica is their main font and Supreme like they use a non sans serif like the fonts are very similar to Supreme and all that shit. It's like it feels like they're kind of copying somebody else rather than trying to do their own thing a little bit. Could be a red herring, too. I hope so. Could be a Sunday red herring. <laughs> hmm. OK, well, Yikes. if it's a hundred dollar polar polo, I'm out um, really quick. Last bit of vacation stuff since we're on the topic of merch on Friday afternoon, last day in Arizona, I wanted to do something just me, the wife and the boys. And when we were at the aquarium earlier that week, we looked across this little boardwalk area they had and there was a dinosaur exhibit. Okay. So I take my kids to this dinosaur exhibit and it is the shittiest animatronic rubber dinosaurs. You walk around in a room the size of our old content office. So not, not big. You see like 30 dinosaurs that are just moving their fucking heads back and forth. They're, <laughs> My kids are terrified the entire time, but as we're leaving, I walk past a shirt in the gift shop that I absolutely had to grab, and I am actively wearing it. It uh, is. Stand up and show the, show the folks at home. It's got a bunch of dinosaurs in a boxing ring, and it says, Pangea presents Jurassic Fight Night. And on the back, it shows the fighters that are in the fight night. And by itself, the shirt's just goofy and silly, right? It's a real fucking thing. They fight the dinosaurs? People get what? dressed up in dinosaur costumes. They fill stadiums in Arizona. People get in dinosaur costumes and they fight each other. Actually, I kind of like that. What? Well, no, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> if you are bored today, after this podcast, please Google Jurassic Fight Night. Go to their Facebook page and watch these videos. Why don't you just watch the M like UFC and just watch like people <laughs> not? In I know, but it's like it's it's like uh, what's the fucking place in Chicago? Medieval Nights or whatever, where it's like a dinner theater and they joust in front of you. That's kind different. of the same That's thing. Different though. The, the Jake stadiums. These people I watch the videos are going fucking nuts over these dinosaurs. These dudes in dinosaur costumes fighting. In a ring, they are filling like full ass college stadiums and the people in the stands are going nuts like it's the Super Bowl. Yeah. Why? Yeah, they, I mean, they got the 3000 followers on Instagram. Let's go. It's kind of <laughs> sick. Also, their Jesus. their first post, They're they were doing filling stadiums. Okay, no, I, now they are because there's literally stadiums on here. I will say that they did start out by doing uh one in a Napa Auto Parts parking lot is their <laughs> oh first post on god. Instagram. Um, oh my god! And not only gotta start somewhere. This shirt I copped is from the 2019 card. How much it, was it? Fifteen bucks. Yeah, it's okay. A that's pretty fair. easy buy. It was on. 
I was looking through the ones. I'm like, what's Jurassic Fight Night? This is silly. And then I kept scrolling to find my size. And then I found shirts from 2019 that had the logo on them and everything. Um, I just couldn't. I thought it was a funny little joke until I Googled it. And it is real. And I have to. I, I had to get it. So. That is insane, actually. Sunday Red, reach out to. Jurassic Fight Pangea Presents. And uh, get the rights to their designs. Because it's way better than the Tiger one right now. Bella Canvas shirt, Ryan. Yeah, that's a good shirt. Yep. 6040. It's a good shirt. Um, one last thing too. Uh I I already had we already connected the dots here, but um I'm a, a newest owner of a Nintendo 64. Hi. You about to fucking sell this? No, I'm not gonna uh-huh. sell it. This is, this is staying with me. You guys think of fucking sell it out of You just said the only up. thing no, you sell is basketball day. cards and old video games, then you bring up an old Game video Boy game. games. Game Boy video games. You didn't games. say that. Um New, uh, newest owner N64 never had one in my entire life have always wanted one love playing Mario Kart um, I bought an N64 last week for 50 bucks mm-hmm. that originally was the man sitting to my left that would be me is Tyler's childhood when N64 did you get that? I got it when I was probably 11 or 12 years old from a rummage sale really yeah. oh so it was already pretty <laughs> old by the time you got it and then yeah. I sold it to a roommate for sixty dollars, so you got a steal. Well, yeah, and depreci- depreciation. Well, did I know, he, appreciation did he, over time with N sixty four. Did he give like, you the games? Just one game. What games? I sold him like four. Mario Kart. Wow. It's finicky though. He said it doesn't. It only works every yeah. once in a while. Yep. You got a trick for me on how I blow on the cartridge. Yep. Well, if you guys, if you I got- just think it was wild because it it also came in the same shoe box that <laughs> Tyler sold it to his roommate in. Was it a Sperry's shoebox by New chance? Balance. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I now have that's what he said. Uh, I'm just going off his word. So I now have Tyler's uh You know what that asshole paid me into? He went to the fucking bank and got sixty dollars worth of two dollar bills <laughs> and paid me in two dollar bills. I should have paid him in two dollar bills. Yeah. Had I known, I would have done the same. Yeah. Um small world though. Yep. Tyler, my I mean, my kids will they'll be raised on N64. Good. I hope you enjoy it. I spent so, a lot of fun hours on that thing. And no, I'm not going to sell it because this is something I've always wanted. Okay. Enjoy so, it, man. So we got, guys. Uh, yeah, I was going to, I had a comment at the end. I'll, I'll save that for another day. <laughs> Love you all. We'll see you next week. Love you. Love you. They piped that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fucked their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs>